Tea Soul Pop, Season 3, Episode 2. Hello and welcome to Tea Soul Pop. My name is Laura and joining me today to talk about building learners' confidence in class is the founder and host of Everything EFL podcast, Erin O'Byrne. Erin has been teaching English for over 15 years and regularly shares tips and ideas for teachers on the Everything EFL Instagram page. Erin, thank you for your time and welcome to the show. Hi, Laura. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Before we dive into talking about teaching strategies, could you share a bit about your teaching context and why building learners' confidence is a topic you're passionate about? Sure. Um, So since March, I've been teaching online, which was kind of scary and it kind of I think it presents its own problems with um, getting students to open up I think it's probably a little bit more difficult and in the place that I teach we tend to teach a lot of Japanese students and culturally they're quite reserved and there are a lot of sort of um, cultural things um, to do with why they are shy as well and you know I, I found that it takes a long time to bring some of them out of their shell um, especially if they're mixed with other students who tend to be possibly a little bit more outgoing and a little bit more willing to talk. So you've got a few issues going on there. So you've got like the the lack of connection maybe between the Japanese students and students of other nationalities, like a kind of a a misunderstanding there, a cultural misunderstanding, Um, a lack of understanding and compassion from the other students maybe as well, like in a bit of impatience. And then you've got the the kind of cultural aspect from the Japanese students where they are terrified to make mistakes and they take a long time to formulate their ideas and are very reluctant to speak. And the class that I started with online was a tough one. Um, I had students who could speak very fluently and other students who were quite shy. And then one girl in particular who was so paralyzed with fear, she couldn't say a thing. So... um, that was really the beginning of this kind of journey that I had of really like becoming passionate about unlocking those students, kind of trying to unlock this kind of lifetime of, of social conditioning in, in, in a few weeks. Um, and it's very tough, but um, there are things you can do um, as long as you try and put yourself in the student's shoes and exercise a bit of understanding and compassion and, you know, trying to figure out where does this reluctance come from to speak and then what can I do to help that? I'm sure many of our listeners will be able to relate to your teaching context from online classes to teaching students from different backgrounds. What strategies have helped you to build your learners' confidence and participation, especially in the context of online classes? Oh, so many. Um, I've just selected a couple to talk about today because like, we, we just don't have time to go through all of them. But I think the first thing you all have to remember is that everything is a process. Okay, so anything that you learn here, it's not going to just magically change your class. You know, you have to work on it, like things like confidence, self-belief, all of these things are processes. So you have to have patience as well. But having said that, there are a few things you can implement straight away in a very practical sense. Um, And the first thing is, I would say, is don't treat students the same. And what I mean by that is you know, treat them with equality. But if you have stronger students, why don't you give them a more of a leadership role? And there are a couple of easy things you can do there. You can give them the language to lead, um, which can be very, very simple language. Like, you know, do you need help? Can I help you? Are you finished? Are you stuck? So they're actually actively engaging with and helping the less confident, shyer, or maybe less able students. So, you know, a number of things happen there. You've got stronger students who are kind of engaging 
you've got the weaker or the shyer students possibly learning from and being a little bit inspired by those stronger students. You're teaching practical life skills to the stronger students. You know, the le leadership, it's such a big thing and, and it's such a brilliant skill to, to start implementing in, in certain students. Um, you will find that not everybody's a natural leader. So just mm -hmm. furnishing them with the language isn't enough. You have to monitor them constantly because you'll find that some students are naturally quite compassionate and patient. And you're like, wow, you're actually, you're a natural teacher. This is amazing. But you'll find other ones being quite impatient with those students. So you have to keep monitoring them and you have to sort of train them. You have to train them basically. And again, it's a process. Some of them will get it immediately. Some of them won't. But I think it's really important to give those stronger students that role, um, if anything, just to keep them a little bit more occupied as well and stop that kind of boredom and lack of motivation from creeping in. You mentioned training learners in soft skills, such as the leadership example you gave. What has helped you train your learners in developing these types of skills? Yeah, I think reflection is a very powerful tool in a, in a lot of situations. So you can ask them to reflect what they what did they do well? What didn't they do well? You could get them to chat together about it. Again, monitoring that conversation so you can kind of lead that conversation and say, yeah, that was a good thing. How about you? What do you think? Do you think you could learn something from this? Do you think you were patient enough? Like give them some questions, some prompts as well. Um, just so they reflect on the way they actually acted and behaved. I think um, that's probably the best thing to do. So far, we've covered a lot within this first point in talking about assigning different roles to learners and equipping them with the skills to succeed in those roles, such as the leadership example you gave. Thinking about this, it really connects to the idea of creating a positive and supportive learning environment whereby learners share responsibility for their own and each other's learning. So this is a lot we've covered so far, but I know you have more. Uh, what would be your second tip that you'd like to share that helps to build learners' confidence and participation in class? Okay, what is my next one? Okay, well, I think that, um, I think we go in with this idea that students are able to communicate with each other when they're doing like exercises, but that's not always necessarily the case. And you might find even with higher level students, you have to furnish them with phrases so they can communicate not only with you, but each other. So that kind of quote unquote classroom language. And I think when we think of classroom language, we might think of things like, you know, have you got an eraser? Can I go to the toilet? <laughs> but what about things like, you know, have you finished? Are you stuck? Um, shall we go through the answers? What do you mm -hmm. think? Um, shall we start? Like, it doesn't have to be complicated. This is the thing. But I think students need to be explicitly furnished with that language and told explicitly, use this language when you're doing A, B and C. Or when you're finished, say this to your partner, you know, to get the ball rolling. Um, you'd be amazed the difference that makes. Like I said, you can't just assume that they either know the phrases or they're going to use them even at a higher level. And I found with my upper intermediate class that I was describing earlier, that was an upper intermediate class, you know, you put them in a breakout room and they'd sit there in silence. So you give them the language and you say, okay, here are some phrases. Why don't you try and use these? And then again, it's a process. Everything's a process. It's a very slow start. But um, if you sort of include that every day, that repetition, then they gradually start using them and they become confident with them. And I think the thing with repetition is that the more they use it, the more comfortable they get, because after a week or two weeks, it's not going to be new, unfamiliar language anymore. They're going to use it with ease and confidence. And if they are able to communicate with each other, then I think that's huge. That's absolutely huge. And you see them visibly relaxing and smiling more with each other. We've covered a lot of ideas that all contribute to building learners' confidence and participation in class. 
Before we finish today's episode, what is the third and final tip that you would like to share? The third one I think um, is extremely important and it's build community. So, um, I mean, there are so many things you can do and you can go online to get a billion different how to build community type activities. But I think the most important thing is you need to do things that allow students to talk about themselves and also learn from each other. So one fun thing I like to do online, and I suppose you can you can do this in class as well, is um, I give them 30 seconds to run around the house and grab something. Uh, it could be an object that means something to them. It could be something that represents their culture. It could be something of a particular color that represents their culture, something they bought on holiday, literally, you know, the sky's the limit and they have to talk about it. And that's especially good when you have um, mixed nationalities because you get like, you know, a lot of learning going on there as well. Um, a bit like a show and tell. Um, and then you can also make sure that any discussion questions or questions or discussion using the target language you're teaching, you know, make, make sure um, it's not just kind of robotic questions in order to produce the language, you know, make them meaningful questions where, again, they can learn from each other and they can talk to each other um, about themselves and, and share. I think that's so important to build those connections and common ground, especially if you do have students who are very different. They need to find that common ground. And then once they they do again you know just sharing caring all of those things you know all the cliches it's it's totally true and then also I think from a teacher's point of view I think you can ask yourself this question can you show your students a little bit of vulnerability how far are you willing to go to show something of yourself and you know you don't have to give your life story and share all your you know your bad experiences but can you bring aspects of your life into the classroom so they see you as a person and not just a teacher because mm -hmm. especially you know in some cultures they think the teacher is like you know the be all and end all and the font of knowledge and kind of up here and there down here and you need to kind of obviously maintain that level of of respect but you also need them to see you as a human as well um so it could be like you know you could be telling a story about a failure you had or a mistake you made or you could bring your your husband into it or something like that I often use my husband as an example um again just to make me seem a bit more human I mean again it just depends how much you're willing to share but I think the more you share the better it can be for the community I would say not the class but the community that you're trying to build um, but what I will say also is that, you know, you may, I mean, I think as teachers, we have this kind of little dream that we're going to break through to all of our students. And, you know, it's going to be like Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds or something like that. But, you know, you have to kind of be prepared that you might not get through to every student. But I think as long as you start getting through to one of them or some of them, then you're definitely on the right track. That's a great point to close on. That's definitely true. I think even if you as their teacher aren't able to get through, then maybe a fellow student can. By creating community among the learners where they support and help each other, then that relationship between students can become equally, if not more powerful than the relationship formed between the teacher and the students. So in those cases where there's a community, it can be the student-to-student -student relationship that can be the driving factor for someone's learning progress and success. Absolutely. And I'm, I'd like to finish with a little quote here. Um, I've interviewed a lady called Anjali Beverly a couple of times on my podcast. And um, there is actually an episode about building community. And I actually called it when, what is it? When trust is built, learning can happen. And that's what she said. And I, I, I just, I, can, I live by it. Like, it's so true. You need that trust first. 
um, and you need the students to feel like um, they can speak before you start throwing the present perfect and the past simple at them, you know. Um, I just think like um, community and, and building students' confidence um, should be your primary focus. Yeah, and that way wonderful things and great learning can happen as a result. Thank you, Erin, so much for sharing those three tips and for sharing your experience on what has helped build your learners' confidence. Thank you, it was an absolute pleasure. To learn more about the Everything EFL podcast, including the online course that will be launching soon, I've included a link to Erin's Instagram page and podcast on the TESOL Pop website. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like to pitch for the podcast, then you can contact us via the website, tesolpop.com. And finally, if you love what we do at TESOL Pop, then please subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify. Write a review on these sites or on Facebook and share the content with your teaching community. Thank you.